0: Hey you, welcome to the Impactful Life Podcast. I'm Jan Ditchfield, award-winning social entrepreneur, online educator, purpose-driven business expert, and mom to a feisty girl boss in the making. Are you looking to make an impact on the world around you and create a life that lights you up, but you don't know the steps to take to get started? Trying to navigate the path to live the life you were meant to have isn't an easy journey, but it's a journey you were destined for. Each week, I sit down to share strategies, inspiration, and tips to help you develop the confidence to turn what matters to you into a business with purpose so you can make a massive impact on the world around you. If you're a first time female entrepreneur who is looking to understand how to create a business and life of impact, then this is the podcast for you. Ready? Let's do this. Hey you, and welcome back to another episode of the podcast. I'm looking forward to having this conversation today and I wanted to chat a little bit about some things that we do wrong. Um, in our businesses when we're first starting out and i know i don't typically come in and say you know don't do this or this is wrong but i think it's important to kind of say and identify those things really early on so you don't make those mistakes because they are pretty commonly made and and i say this from experience from going into other people's businesses and saying oh you've done this i'm going to fix it and myself doing the exact same thing in my own business where i was like oh i just did that same thing that I fixed in other people's businesses. So there's really they're really specific things um, and then we all tend to do them. So I wanted to chat a bit about that today so that you you have the chance to really start off on the best foot while you're growing your business. And no matter where you are in your journey. So if you're first starting out or you've been doing this for like you know two or three years, I guarantee one of these things I'm going to go through, you're gonna stop and say, oh, I am doing that. So I'm going to talk about what they are and then I'm going to talk about how to fix them so that you can get on the right path and start really moving toward getting the type of profit that you want in your business happening a lot faster for you. So let's talk about some mistakes. Mistake number one that you're probably making in your business or that you might make in your business when you're first starting out is not knowing who your ideal customer is. And this happens so commonly with so many of us when we first get going, like we launch our businesses and we go out there and we don't spend any time actually trying to identify who it is we want to sell to, like who we're here to serve. We just get out and we think we're just going to be like all things to all people all the time. And everyone's going to love us. And what happens is everybody looks at us and goes, okay, whatever, because they can't see themselves in our business. So what we need to do right off the bat when we first get going is we need to really focus on identifying your ideal customer from the start. And you need to know who that person is and you need to get really focused on knowing why you're serving them. And there's a few ways that I'm going to talk about that will help you be able to figure out who they are and why this is so important to know. Because when you know who your ideal customer is, it's going to guide everything you do in your business planning moving forward. So your service offers, your marketing strategy, your value propositions, the pricing you choose, the tone of voice, everything. Like Everything comes down around building a business around them because that's what makes a successful business happen. It's not we're building it for ourselves. We're building it for our customers. So we need to know who they are inside and out before we actually start moving our business forward. So some of the things that I want you to think about right now when you're thinking about who that ideal customer is, is really getting focused on what their goals and their priorities are right now because you need to know them so you can address them with your business planning. So are their goals or their priorities that they want more money? Do they want more family time? Like what are they focused on? What is it that they're looking for that you can say, oh, I'm right here and I can help you with that. So you need to get clear on that really quickly you also need to know what are their challenges and what are their frustrations because people are always motivated to buy for three main reasons like there's lots of reasons that people will purchase something but the three main ones are because they're feeling you're experiencing a challenge in their life they have a pain point that they just can't get rid of or they buy because of desire. So you need to know what those motivations are so that you can address it in how you're building out your business and especially how you're building out your marketing. So what are they challenged by? What are they frustrated by? What are they looking for? What do they really want? Like what they're looking for something that's going to make them feel super happy or some, you know, that desire to have something, what is it? You need to get clear on that. And then you also really need to identify where do they get their information from because how they consume their information is going to direct you on where you need to be in order to reach them. And again, when we first start our businesses, we tend to go to platforms uh, like social platforms that we're comfortable using, but it's not necessarily where where our ideal customers are. So they might be sitting on Instagram and yet you're on Facebook, or they might be the type of people who actually like to get things in the mail and you're doing everything through email. Like you need to figure out where they're at so you can come to come to them are they online? Are they the type of people who like traditional media? Like, do they like to watch the news or do they like to get the newspaper? Do they take their information from there? Do they like print? Like good old fashioned mail, you know, don't don't underestimate the power of mail still. People love mail if they're the type of people who want to love mail. And if they're online, where are they? Are they on Instagram? Are they on TikTok? Are they on Facebook? Uh, like, where are they hanging out? And then you need to figure out that so that you can direct, direct all your information to them on those platforms. So make sure you get super, super clear on this and you start to under, under understand who your ideal customer is beyond just the way that it's typically taught. So it's very commonly taught ideal customer avatars. And people talk a lot about, you know, you need to know the color of their hair and you need to know what kind of car they drive and you need to know, you know, what color their eyes are? What's their hairstyle? Those things really don't matter. Like, it's, it helps you in the sense of like really niching down maybe and getting some kind of idea of like, like where you want to, like the kind of person that you want to be targeting. But if you actually think about more of the things that are the pain points and the desires and the challenges and the frustrations and what motivates them on a day-to-day basis, you're going to build out a much clearer understanding of who you're serving beyond the color of someone's hair, which ultimately doesn't matter in the least. So mistake number two that we tend to do a lot when we're first starting out or early in our business is when we first launch something and it doesn't succeed, we launch something new. So this happens all the time. We overlaunch. So you'll put an offer out and you'll let it run for a couple of weeks or a month and people aren't buying it. So you're like, all right, I'm going to pivot and I'm going to start something different and I'm going to launch something else. And then you launch something else and you launch something else. And before you know it, you have this amazing field of offers and you've thinned yourself so much that people look at you and they're like, I don't even know what you do anymore. So stop launching if something's not working. Instead, I want you to focus on one offer and scale it. Just get really great at one thing and grow that one thing over time. Because when we overlaunch... We run ourselves thin, like you you run yourself so thin and everything gets easier in your business when you know what you're selling and who you're selling it to, because a successful business knows their market and they get hyper niche when they define what it is they do and who it is they serve. And a common misconception or fear that people have when it comes to really getting focused on your niche market is thinking that by becoming so focused on one specific offer that you're going to leave money on the table. And in fact, the complete opposite is true. And I use this analogy constantly, but I want you to come with me on this journey. Think about Schitt's Creek. And every time they go to the restaurant, they get that gigantic menu that's plopped in front of them and they open it up and it's full of everything. It has some Italian food on it, it has some Indian food on it, it might have some Thai on it, it has some American food on it. There's some Canadian choices too. And you look at it and you're so overwhelmed because you have absolutely no idea who this market is catering to. It's exactly the same in your business when you overlaunch and you keep putting out offer after offer, after offer, after offer, thinking that it's, that's what's going to be the thing that's going to make you successful instead of, instead of finding the time to really get super focused on one excellent offer that your people want. Because when you don't spend time defining your niche market, you get lost in the fray because you haven't found a way to be noticeably different in a crowded market. And the markets are crowded. There is next to no one right now launching a business that is not launching something in a field with lots of other people around them. So you need to know how to stand out. Otherwise, you're just going to blend in. And we don't need more beige in the world. We need some hot and yellows and some hot and pinks. Like we need different. So you need to get niche in order to become different. Mistake number three that I see a lot of as well is people who are pricing out of fear instead of out of strategy. And I want you to think about that one for a second, right? Like think about the pricing. When you think about asking for money for the first time, what happens in your heart right off the bat? Probably you start getting that little flutter of, oh, people aren't going to want to pay me what I'm asking for. Like, so like what I think I'm worth. So I'm just going to just put the offer out there and I will just lowball it and see what happens. That's fear pricing. That's not strategy pricing. And instead, I want you to focus on increasing your pricing over time, because a big issue that happens when you price something and you put it out there and you start dropping your price and dropping your price and dropping your price and dropping your price is that People look at you and they think if you don't believe you're worth what you're asking for, why am I going to believe it as well? So instead of taking that strategy of going out and price dropping, I want you instead to focus on validating your offer and determining, first of all, if the target market has interest in it and if they're willing to part with their money in order to purchase it. So validating your offer is as simple as asking your ideal customer, would you buy this from me? And if you would, would you pay this amount of money? It's that simple. People skip this step all the time. We go to market and we guess at things. We don't spend time actually validating. We don't spend time understanding what scaling really means. We think scaling means offering more things to people instead of it saying, actually, I'm going to take my one offer, get really good at it, price it where the market said they're willing to take it, and I'm going to increase it gradually over time to the price that I want it to get to. Instead of going the other way, where you stick the price out there and then you drop it because you think people aren't buying it because of the price. Generally, people are not buying from you because of some other reason. Is rarely because something's overpriced. It usually has to do with a different objection. So dropping your price down instead of sitting and looking at why people are probably not buying from you is a big mistake we make in the market. And price jumping devalues your brand. Because businesses that are using inconsistent pricing strategies, like I said, you give the impression that you're not worth what you're asking for. So instead of doing that, I'm all over the map type of thing, be strategic with what you're offering by creating a high value experience for your customers and giving them excellent customer service along with your offer, because that's going to leverage your ability to scale your prices without getting pushback from your audience. So if you come out and you set that price at like just say $100 and you give amazing customer service along with that offer, then when you raise it to 125 and 150 and 175 and 200 And above that, people will go with you because they know it's worth it because they've experienced the excellence of your service and of your offer. So, always use that strategy instead. That builds you a brand that people love and they will follow you on that journey. Mistake number four that I see all the time as well is trying to be everywhere all the time. Like we start our businesses and we decide that we have to have every single platform out there. We need to be on Instagram and we need to be on Facebook and we need to have a Facebook page and a Facebook group. And we need to be doing reels and we need to be on TikTok and we need to be on Pinterest and we need to be doing a blog and a podcast and we should be on YouTube as well. And before you know it, you're spending all your time trying to keep up with your content instead of actually running your business. So instead, I give you permission to select one platform and master that platform. Lean into the platform that your ideal customer is at and get really, really good at it because you don't need to be all things to all people. And the first step is to ensure that you're selecting the right platform to market yourself on from the beginning because again, we pick things that we're comfortable with instead of actually going to the ones where we know that our, our, our ideal customers are using. And when we focus on our ICA and our marketing plan, that's going to be guiding us in every choice that you're going to make moving forward. So a big one for me that I always say in my business is I was so comfortable using Facebook for business and I'd been using it for years. And when Instagram came out, I never even considered using it for business. I was just like, you know, whatever, like I It's just where I post pictures of my kid when she's cute. Before I had her, I posted pictures of my dog because he was super cute. And having to learn to use Instagram for me has been a big learning curve. But that's where my ideal customer is. She's on Instagram. She's there. She is using it like crazy. And I had to get on it in order to be able to be seen by her. So make sure you're using the right platform so that you can get your content out in the right way. And then once you do, be consistent with it because you want to determine a platform that's going to establish you as an authority in your specific niche. And with this, I want to look at beyond just social media. I want you to be thinking about something that you create that's actually going to be yours and you own it. Because social media is really important. However, you don't own it. It's owned by other people so they control who is going to be seen they control the voice that's going to happen they can control shutting down your account so you want to make sure that you have a platform that's positioning you as an authority in your space. And that can either be a podcast or a blog or a video platform, but whatever it is that you choose, make sure you're using it consistently so that you can get a regular uh, schedule happening and people know when you're going to be there and they start showing up for you because you're showing up for them. And then you're going to use your social to pump that information out to them. So you're going to do it the other way, reverse engineer it. Your podcast or blog or video platform is where you should be putting all of your effort in. And then you take that content and you place it into your social platform and you push it from there. You want to drive people back to your original content through your social platforms and don't ever feel that by giving away quality information that you're lessening your brand. Because we hear this said a lot. Like I'm hearing it more and more where people are like, don't share too much. You know, just give them a little bit. Don't give away a lot of information for free. I think that's like some of the worst advice you can give people. Because you really, when you are doing the complete opposite, while you're giving away content for free and helping to establish trust, and building a reputation with your audience that you are a business of quality and substance, that builds loyalty to your brand. 100% builds loyalty. So don't be afraid to put out good content for free. Don't hold it back. Don't say, no, you can only get this from you if you buy from me. Hold back some. Of course you have to, but give good stuff. Like Help people have a transformation. Help them get to know you. Help them build out Uh, an understanding and trust and help them go on that journey is I've heard it said over and over to me that one of the reasons why people choose to work with me is because I give out so much high quality content for free that they're like, I want to see what happens on the inside. So For me, and I'm proud of that, really proud, and I continue will continue to do it always. I believe it's a good thing. I know this. I want to share it, right? And whether or not you choose to come and work with me, I still want to help you. So make sure you're building out a business that's known as being quality and one of substance by giving some of your best stuff away for free. And that last mistake that people make all the time in businesses is that they pivot too soon. So you'll see this again. I see it happening very similar to that. I'm just going to keep creating as many offers as possible is something's not working in my business. I'm I'm going to just start over again. I'm going to scrap the business idea. I'm going to let it run for a few months. It's not working. I need to build a new business. And instead, what I want you to focus on is work your plan for a year. You cannot make any decisions in your business of whether something is really working or not working unless you run it for a year and you actually get time to test it and validate it in the market. And I know that's probably different than what you hear with a lot of people where people are like, you know, pivot, pivot, you know, let it go for three months, try something new. You're not giving yourself enough chances to get successful at what you're doing if you're only giving yourself three months to try to figure out a business idea. This notion that you're going to get rich in three months, this is just Instagram marketing. It's funnel marketing is what it is. They're funneling people in using this get rich quick schemes instead of saying that real small businesses take time to build. So you need to work that plan for a year. Yes, you're going to have to make tweaks in that year, but doing radical pivoting in the first year of business is never a great idea. So make sure you're spending time thinking about what it is that you want to do and stop throwing spaghetti at the wall and calling that a business strategy. Because when you're randomly guessing at what it is that your customers want, instead of focusing on their needs and their desires, you're going to struggle to scale. So you need to stay the course in order to learn those things. And the biggest thing too is ask them, don't just guess what they want, ask them. And I'm going to give you the million dollar question to ask when it is that you're looking at your customers or you're looking at potential customers and you're saying, what do you want from me? Ask them this question. If I could wave a magic wand and provide you with the perfect solution or provide you with your ideal results, what would that look like? because they're going to tell you exactly what they want and then it's up to you to provide that. Don't guess, ask. They will tell you what they want and need, then you just take that and you run with it. There's your money question. Ask that question to your audience. And when you start spending that time and you really think about building a business for your customers and not for yourself, that's what's going to lead to success long term. So stay the course for a year So there you have it. Those are my five mistakes that I see commonly made. And what I want you to focus on instead on that, those early days of business development, or again, if you've been in it for a couple of years, you're still in early days. I want you to focus on one person, one offer, one price, one platform for one year. That is what's going to set you up for success for the long term. So make sure you do that. I hope you enjoyed this one today. Um, I like talking about this. I think it's kind of important to know and something that again, I think we all sit there and think, oh gosh, like, you know, I actually do do that in my business or I have made that mistake. So having the chance to sometimes identify the mistakes really helps us to identify what works. So uh, give it a try. I would love to know your feedback. Drop me a DM in my Instagram. Let me know what you thought of this episode. I always love chatting with you guys and always appreciate you so much for showing up for me. And if you want to get to know uh, me a bit more, you can always join my free group, Impact. And it's a BFF business uh, community for passionate entrepreneurs in the making. And I go in there, uh, we share a lot of really amazing stories about women who have done, follow their passions and they're building really amazing businesses and making money now. I've got interviews in there, people coming in and sharing their story. I'm teaching there as well, do some Q&A and you'll find out as well, all the new stuff. So like my new courses are launching, when I'm doing free masterclasses when I have any of my things running that group finds out first so make sure you come and join me Uh, I love loving on my people so it's a really great community to be part of and that's it for this week I will be back again next week uh, same day same time and uh, until then I really hope you have a wonderful week and keep working on what it is you're working on you got this